Hello, everybody. Welcome back to my YouTube channel, Upward Past Crossroads. You're probably watching the after video on my podcast. So welcome on my podcast. If you're watching from Upload Past Crossroads as well, I'm on every podcast platform you can think of. It's your boy, Sean Christopher Jenkins. I'm here with my guy again, my Barnabas, my Jonathan. This is my boy, man. I do videos with him all the time. I don't know where I would be without him. Just Lee Howell, man. We got a video, a great video in store for you today. If you want, if you had any questions about, or, or you feel uh, feel a hunger inside you that can't be explained, if you crave something, and you just have an appetite for something greater, right? Especially for God's word, for more of God, this video is for you. So I, I have a series on my YouTube channel, uh, and it's a playlist channel up with past crossroads. It's titled "Hunger for God." So I got a lot of videos coming out that's going to be going towards this playlist, and this is one of the videos. So. As you can see on the title, the scripture verse we're going to be focusing on is Proverbs 27, verse 7. So I'm going, go, I'm going to go ahead and read it right now so we can go ahead and get to all the gem and nuggets and just all the troops and the motivation and the hope that God's trying to give us with this text. It's crazy, right? So embrace yourself. Because when I first read this, I had no idea what it meant. <laughs> all right, so now I got to find it. All right, here it is. All right, so now... Yeah. I read the whole chapter. I read the whole chapter. I feel like this was like the hardest verse to understand. Yeah, man. But once you get it, like once we hit it, like it's going to be so easy to understand. Right, man. So Proverbs chapter 27, verse 7 reads, one who is full loves honey from the comb, but to the hungry, even what is bitter tastes sweet. Right. Uh, that's the NIV version. So the NLT version reads, a person who is full refuses honey. But even bitter food tastes sweet to the hungry. All right. And then the ESV. Let's read another translation of the Bible. Proverbs 27, verse 7 reads, one who is full loathes honey. But to the one who is hungry, everything bitter is sweet. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So let's break this down, man. So, uh, so if you've been looking at our YouTube channels, uh, I'm going through the book of First Peter chapter 2 with Justin. And there's a verse in First Peter chapter two that really hits home when it comes to you know craving God's word. Because as a believer, you should hunger and thirst for righteousness, right? That's a beatitude. You five uh, six. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall obtain you know see or they shall attain righteousness, something like that. I think they shall attain righteousness. All right, mm -hmm. and they uh, and then you got. Uh, First Peter two verse two says, uh, "I don't have it memorized, but it says you should desire spiritual milk like a newborn baby, right? You should crave yeah. why, so that you may grow, right? And because, because so you can take that the Lord is good and gracious, right? You see this verse right here, Proverbs seven verse seven. It reads, you know, one who was full learning from the cone, right? So I'm, I'm gonna start off right there. <laughs> so if you're everything, why would you be working, right? That's Proverbs 27, verse 7. So one who, who, one who is full loathes honeycomb, but to the hungry, even what is bitter tastes sweet. So when you're, when you're hungry for something, you got to work, right? A lot of people are living hungry. They're desperate. They're starving. Like they're not satisfied with their lives or anything like that, right? So. The contrary of that, one who is full loves honey from the comb. That means you got choices. That means you're full, right? So 
a person who already has everything don't need anything, right? So it's really talking about rich people. It's not about having, it's being a celebrity, having everything in life, having the fame, having the money, like even getting fat, getting sluggish because you, you're never lacking. You're never wanting. You All you get to do is feast on what you want and you get everything you want in life. You never suffer, right? There's people out there that are like that. They're full of themselves because they get everything they want in life. So nothing ever goes wrong for them. They never go, they, they never go through anything. They can eat steak basically every day of their lives. They're good. They can get whatever they want, right? So people who are not hungry, right? So these people, right? Right. So going back to Proverbs 27, verse 7, right? One person who is full refuses honey, right? So spoiled kids in Hollywood, a little life application. People, kids in the Proverbs, like they ain't never had to work for nothing. So because they don't ever have to work for nothing, they don't desire to work. Or to attain what they want in life. Why? Because their parents already give them everything. Their parents already get out everything from them. They're the ones that work hard. So now they're so spoiled that they think that they can just be lazy and just their mommy and daddy will pan, you know, pan out life for them and figure everything out, right? So the desire and the hunger for more is not in them, right? Like they don't care. They already got it. So that desire is not theirs. And they have options to take advantage of. Right, a lot of people don't have options, but they do, and they take advantage of none of them. <laughs> like, so what saps what saps our desires? Right, is is having everyone that is given. Let me read that. Okay, yeah. So that's a question. Yeah, what saps our desires? So what makes us not hungry or full mm. or just desire a better life or something like that? It's having everything all at once, obviously. It's having everything right now. And some people's situations like that. So a person who is full refuses honey. Like they can they can pick what they want to eat. And they they're not and and, and they are picky with what they want to eat. So like <laughs> and not just with what they want to eat, but just everything in life. Like they got options. You know, do I want a Tesla or do I want a Lamborghini? You know, do I want a mansion or do I want a yacht? Like, you know, like some people got options like that. Do I want a private jet or do I want to run with, you know, uh, you know, a celebrity somewhere, right? So, yeah, man, people who are full, man, a person who is full refuses honey, man. So, Justin, you got anything for that part? <laughs> yeah, man, you're right. When you, uh, when I wasn't sure about what to say for this verse, you're right. Once you get started talking, like it all kind of for me yeah um because yeah i feel like this verse does talk a lot about like um people not necessarily rich versus poor but i'm sure like that is what the context was back then but it's also kind of like people who are given everything versus people who like work for something people who are like poor and still work for stuff because like if you if you uh like if you have everything or if you feel like you have everything then yeah like you wouldn't want like even honey would seem like uh, bitter to you, but like if you are, if you don't have much, like I used to do homeless ministry uh, up in Nashville, mm -hmm. and like a big part of it was that they they appreciate the little things that they have. They don't have a lot, but I can guarantee you that they appreciated the stuff they had more than the people who had more than they did. Like they they had less, but they were more happy about it for sure. And, like, a big part of, like, uh, the question Sean was asking is, like, what saps 
your desires. I think it's, I think it's like just not having the ability to pursue your passions or to pursue something or to work hard for something. Because if you already feel like you have everything, there's like no reason for you to like um, be doing anything new or like moving forward. You're like complacent, which like Paul says is like the most dangerous thing for a Christian sometimes is just being complacent or like satisfied with where you're at. But man, we know from our last video, we already know that we need to desire spiritual milk. We need to be constantly growing. There's no one who has no room to grow anymore. Like, no one's perfect. No one is Christ-like to the fullest. Like, we all have something we can work on. Um, so a big part of, like, just something that would keep people from getting hungry is, like, a desire to achieve something. And, like, that's a, not to say it's necessarily an economic thing, but, like, definitely people who are just given stuff don't know how to work for that stuff. Uh, there's, a, there's a Chinese proverb, actually, that when translated is, like, the first generation worked hard. The second generation saw the hard work. And the third generation reaps the rewards of the hard work. So that's, that's very true. Like by the third generation, the kids will get spoiled. They don't see the hard work. They don't have to do the hard work. Mm -hmm. They just enjoy, they enjoy like the rewards that come with it. But then like, what does that do to their character? They don't know how to work hard. They don't know how to pursue passions. They're not hungry for something. Mm -hmm. And that's the second part of the text. Like this, oh, well, we have to have some fun, man. We building it up, but now we already like. So if we look back at Proverbs 10, verse 7, that's the video for today, guys, right? So go to Proverbs 27, verse 7. I'm going to read it again. And I'm a uh, living translation. So a person who is full refuses honey. We already talked about that part. But even bitter food tastes sweet to the hungry. Like. You already know what that means now, just from the first part we said. Now watch us break this down. So one who is full loaves honey from the cone, right? The picky. But to the hungry, even what is bitter tastes sweet. Oh, man. So the question is, are you hungry? Like, or are you full? And not just in life. Like, I'm talking about, because life is just uh, showing you where you are with God, essentially. So are you full when it comes to God? You good? Or do you want to know him more? Are you hungry for him? That's the text, right? So let's break that down. Living hungry. So living hungry right now, right? And I ain't talking about just a physical hunger. I'm talking about you hungry for success. You hungry for fame. You hungry to be the best in your career and your field. You hungry for a marriage. You hungry for hungry for love. Like you crave it, man. You desire it, man. You'll do anything to get it. Like you're working on it and you're working violently for it. Not like that, but just like, like ferociously, like you're getting everything you got to it. You're working forcibly. You're hungry for a victory. Oh boy, I'm <laughs> preaching, man. So when you're living hungry, you're desperate. You're hungry. You're willing to give more to get more. Oh man, you don't care if it's mac or cheese that you got to eat in order to get success. You're willing to do it, man. Some ramen noodles, it's okay, man. I'll suffer right now so I can benefit later, right? It's a saying. It says, "Pay now, play later. Play now, you pay later," right? You got to pay in order to play, right? So a lot of people, you're in awful situations when you're 70, you're 60, you're 50, when you're 100, because you played around when you were younger. You didn't take care of yourself. You, you weren't, you didn't do the things, you didn't have the future in the end in mind. So now you're paying the price, right? But people who are hungry, we see the, we, we see the end, right? 
and we'll do everything it takes to get to the finish line and be the our best selves while we're there, right? Yeah. Not our best self and our best selves right now. You know what I'm trying to say? So, like, uh, all of us, man, we should be praying. You know, Lord, give me, give me what I need right now, right? Living for right now. So, what are you hungry for? Because yeah. we got to continually come back to Him. Some people think like with their relationship with God. Like they're good, you know. I'm in a perfect situation with God. I don't need to grow no more. So they're not hungry for to learn more about Him, to seek Him more, and to you know really grow with Him. Because there's a lot more to learn, right? There's a lot more to taste when it comes to the Lord. I'm gonna read that verse, man. Like I told you guys, like the whole point of this video was because me and Justin we started a new playlist, a new series on the book of First Peter, uh, chapter two. And if you read, I'm just gonna read verses. So. When it comes to Peter chapter 2, verse 1 through 3, it says, Wherefore, laying aside malice and all guile and all hypocrisies and envies and all evil speaking as newborn babies, right? Desire the sincere that ye may grow thereby. If so, be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. That part is so bad, man. Because, like, as newborn babies, I had to do my research, man. I had to ask my mom, you know, as a newborn baby, can newborn babies eat anything? No. Newborn baby can only have milk. This text is literally talking about a newborn baby. The first five months, because I heard it takes five to six months for a newborn baby in a, to, to be able to eat anything. And you, they can only eat tiny stuff, like little little cracks of cereal or something, right? Like when after five or six months. But before that, they can only have milk. So how do you think a baby, when it doesn't get its milk, its food, you don't have the luxury to get its, its food when it wants it. Unless it cries and lets everybody know until I get my milk, until I get my food, I'm going to cry because I desire it. And this is what Paul's talking about as newborn babies desire the milk of the word so ye may grow thereby. You want to know why some of y'all ain't growing in your faith? You want to know why some of y'all feel like your relationship with God is stagnant? You want to know why you feel as if you're, you're just at a bad place with God and you ain't learned nothing new? And you've been Since you've been saved, you've been in the same place for 50 years. That is sad. It's because you ain't growing. There's so much more that God has to offer. And you, if you don't crave the word of God, that's another thing, too. If you don't hunger for it, that's what this text is talking about. It. If you don't like do everything it takes to get another word from God, to grow, to apply to your life, you'll never grow. Because you can only grow from God's word. You can only change by spending time with God. It doesn't happen apart from him. You can only get closer to him if you draw nearer to him. It all goes together, all these scripture verses. Now, so I know you guys feel it. So as newborn babies, we need to crave and desire the sincere milk of the word, the word of God. It's spiritual milk. It's what you need to be eating. And Jesus even said that, man. Jesus said that with, uh, what was it? Yeah, I'm going to verses at you guys because it's going to be in our whole series. I'm going to always throw it, guys. Yeah, so we got Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, which is what I quoted earlier. I should have never spoiled it, but Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, it says, God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled, right? They will be satisfied. The reason why you're not satisfied in life, the reason why you don't feel full, right, is because you don't hunger and thirst for the word of God. And even if you did, you don't go to him like that. And that's another thing, too. How many times you got to eat a day? See, God's speaking through life. We, we got a series on my uh, YouTube channel. Me and Justin be doing a lot of videos on it. Like, God speaks through creation. So how many times you eat a day? How many times do you think you need to feast on the word of God? Because it's milk for you. And that's just if you're a baby. 
you can have more than milk the more you spend in god's word and the more you grow in his word the more you can learn how to eat you can learn how to eat a whole feast you can learn how to feast on his word but a lot of people don't get to that point because they don't have that hunger right god will hear if you hunger for him but you got to for him, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's just something. I'm going to hit this scripture verse too, Justin. I'm going to let you talk. All right. All right. So Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Jesus says it all the time. He says, people do not live by bread alone, but the word that comes from the mouth of God. Wow. <laughs> people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. See, everybody worried about eating physically. But you ain't worried about eating spiritually. And you should be worried about eating spiritually more than you worried about eating physically. Right? Because if you don't feast on his word like that and live by every word that comes from the mouth of God, how do you think your life's going to be? You're not going to be satisfied. You're going to be empty. You're going to be like a baby craving, crying, yelling, begging for some milk. Looking for it through all these mythologies, ideologies, you know, zoologies, you know, <laughs> zodiac sign. I don't know, whatever it is. You're going to be trying to seek your fulfillment, your purpose, and get satisfied in this life from all these different sources in like basketball, football, women, sex, porn, masturbation, drugs, you name it. Like you're going to be looking for all these other things to give you, to fill you when God was meant to fill you and satisfy you. Uh -huh. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. <laughs> yeah, like you were just saying as well, like we have to have a desire for success. Like the and like what what breeds success? It's humbling. Like in my in my humble opinion, you need humbleness. Like when God is talking about bringing prosperity and success, it doesn't mean like celebrity status. It means like being able to grow, and like that being coachable. That means humbling yourself. That means admitting that you have stuff to learn as uh sean uh, quoted before the beatitudes blessed are the poor in spirit like does that mean your spirit is weak no that means poor in spirit means you are humbling yourself that doesn't mean putting yourself last that means putting others before you admitting that people have something that you can learn off of admitting that you still have a long way to grow I'm like that's real success but that's where matthew 4 4 comes in as well you can't live on bread alone like even if you have a desire for success like you you can't fill your life with uh transient things that won't last forever like again first first corinthians uh we were about how a lot of people just build their foundations on uh things that will burn away in the fire or things that don't last or things that will topple over like uh, with got shot sean was on a roll there he just named off like uh sex masturbation like a uh, uh a good job um car uh finances money like all that stuff doesn't last forever like what, what do you do when you wake up one morning and like one of those things is gone like if you built your whole life on that and suddenly it's gone like who are you like did you put your identity in that but no it's like if you hire for success that's not the stuff point like how do you achieve that success a part of it is like humbling yourself and coming to god to realize there's so much more you need to build up on man this is some good stuff, man <laughs> <laughs> like i want to share my tweets guys every quote i'm about to say is stuff that i tweeted right mm -hmm. so just make sure to go to my uh 
just, just follow me on all my social media pages, man. I promise I got the dopest social media pages ever. And I always post every day. And I work really hard on my pages, right? He does work hard, man. He works. Yeah, so like, like my Twitter, Snap, Instagram, TikTok, Trouble Don't Last. So go to Trouble Don't Last, and you can see these tweets. You're not going to be able to see them after like three years. So go now and see these tweets. So I did a whole collage of tweets on Hunger and I'm still not done. I got way more quotes. So here go a few quotes I want to share. So one of the quotes is, real salvation creates hunger for God, his word, and his will. So if you're really hungry for God, you're not going to be full, right? You're not going to be picky about what you hear from his word or like, you know, I hear that all the time. Like, I used to do that when I was little. Anytime I heard a sermon about Jesus, it's like, you know, I hear Jesus all the time. Man. I'm tired of hearing about Jesus. I already know everything. No, you don't. Like, stop. <laughs> There's so much more to learn, right? His mercies are new every morning, man. Like the do in the morning, man. Come on, like there's always something new to learn in his word, but you gotta be willing to receive it. See, the full person who think that they know everything there is to know about God miss out on what God is doing, on what God is saying, and growing even more with him because they think that that's it. And it's not. Real salvation creates hunger for God. You wanna know even more about him. Why do you think we're going to be with God for all eternity? Because there's so much more to learn about him. There's so much more to grasp. There's so much more we don't know. I talk about all time, God speaks through creation, right? Like, here we go again. I done said it a billion times. I say it again, like, 80 to 85% of the sea has yet to been discovered. 92 to 95% of space has yet to been discovered. What do you think that tells you about this life? If the earth is filled with 75% water or 70% water? So it's mostly water. Then your body, I forgot how much percentage it is, but it's up there. Like your body. It's about the same. Yeah, it's yeah. about 72, 75%. Yeah, that's how much your body is water, right? And Jesus said, you got to thirst after me like you thirst after water. Like, what do you think he's saying? You need him more than you need anything. Like, you should be hungering for him more than you hunger for anything else. So if you're really saved, real salvation creates a hunger for God, his word, and his will. You want to know even more about him. You want to make sure you're going in the right directions and making the right choices in your life, man. So the question is, are you hungry? Because if you're not, he can't feel you, right? And that was one of the things I tweeted, man. Uh, yeah, one of the things I tweeted uh, so much, man. I, I just, oh, I just, I wish I could just share, share my screen. Yeah, I'm going to just share it. Definitely. Like, here goes my Twitter page, guys. So, try my last. Make sure to go here. Let me make it bigger so you can just see this stuff. Let's talk about some hunger for God quotes. So one of the quotes I uh, quoted was this, your level of hunger for God determines your level of feeling from God. Mm. <laughs> and not just another one. Yeah, here it is. When you are hungry for God, he will feel you. God can't feel it. God can't feel somebody that hoards and holds back their field. Or think that, you know, I'm good, God. I can't have no more. Like, God got, got a feast for all of us. That's Psalms 23. Like, um, Psalms 23, verse 5. It's, what does it say? Um, it's, it says, I prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. My cup runneth over and something like that. But basically, he's saying, like, there's a feast waiting for all of us. Right? And everybody got to watch you feast. Your enemies, your friends. People who've said the naysayers, the haters, like they got to watch you eat God's goodness. If you come to him and you sit at the table, 
and eat the feast. Like God wants to fill your hunger, man. So our hunger for God, we we hunger for God and God alone. And that's it. So whatever you think that's going to bring you victory, whatever you think is going to make you happy and satisfy you is not. Anything on this earth pales in comparison to God. So he's the only one that can fill you. Him, He's the only one that will bring victory and make you victorious. Because, again, he's everlasting. He's eternal, right? He is satisfaction. He created it all, right? So go to anybody else's stupid. Man, people are hungry for something more beautiful, greater than people round about can give them. There's a greater hunger for God in the world today. Everywhere there is much suffering, but there is also a great hunger for God and love for each other, man. So it's just so many, so many quotes, man, I can share with you guys. But hunger for God will lead you to encounter God, guys. So are you hungry for him, man? Because if you're for him, he's going to fill you. Man is hungry, is a hungry being. Everybody's hungry for something. So the question is, what are you hungry for? But you got to be hungry for God. Behind all yeah. the hunger of our life is God. I, and all desire is finally a desire for him. You're really looking for him, right? So, <laughs> so you got anything, man? <laughs> yeah, I I just like what you're saying. Like, a, like a, I just like the, man, I actually liked all of those. I'm trying to pick out which one I want to build up on. <laughs> yeah, I like how uh, hunger for God was saying, or the, uh, it's not a youth thing, it's a hunger thing. Yeah. And that's true. A lot of people, when they get older, they think like uh, believing in God or following God is like a childish thing. They think that's better. And there's a, a, and I wish I knew what the term was, but there's a there's a chart that shows a new topic of any. When you learn a little bit, you think, oh, I know everything there is already. Um, I'm an expert in it. You can ask me anything. But once you learn a little bit more, suddenly you're so humbled you're aware of like everything you don't know yeah it's and i forgot what that effect is called but like a lot of people like get to that small spot of learning a little bit and then they stop mm -hmm. like that's where yeah that's where like that's where you have suddenly have a desire for success but you don't have the proper tools for success you don't you don't have like that mind to like keep going you get stuck in a spot where you think you're an expert but man the real smart people know little they actually know and i think like the proper tools for that is again like humbling yourself it's a hunger for god it's uh, the beginning of knowledge is of god like what does that mean that means you have like a healthy respect of like who god is of how much he knows of his wisdom um and you like only when you're humbled by that only when you have a, that healthy respect for God to realize that he's the only one who has all the answers. Will you be able to keep growing? Like, don't like, don't stop. Like if you lose your, if you lose that humbleness, if you think you're an expert, like you have no, you're, you're, you're like the, the rich. If you think you got everything you think don't need to work for anything, but man, there's like so much we need to do to constantly keep growing. That's, it's just in it's insane how little we actually know i like that sean uh that we only know like five percent of the ocean which is like insane because it's like where we live. but like we don't even know anything about it so how how can we possibly know all the secrets of the heart the secrets of the universe like we have to go to the creator for that type of thing like that's the only way 
we can keep building ourselves up to keep growing. Yeah, damn. And yeah, but those those tweets were were lit. I like those though. You, you picked up some good ones for this lesson. Right, man. Yeah, I don't. I want to. I would share more, but let's keep on going. So, like, <laughs> like, I may I may bring it back out, maybe. Mm. But like, I want to talk about being full versus being hungry. So, it's talking about your relationship with God. Like <clears throat> Solomon was the wise person that ever exists. That's what the Bible says. Like God mm. asked him, "What does he want? You can have anything. Just tell me what you want." I'll give it to you. And he said, I want wisdom. And what a thing to ask. Like, Justin, I don't know how you feel about the book of Proverbs. I think we talked about it before, but like Proverbs, man, like, I just wish I knew the book of Proverbs like God knows it. Because like, do you know how wise your choices in life would, you know, just just how much you would calculate every decision and you'll make the right decision. Like, it's wisdom for life that you need to apply. And y'all see it with just this one verse. It's crazy. Like, that verse is literally, Proverbs 27, verse 7, is literally talking about hunger and thirst and not the righteousness. You know, what it means and what it's trying to say. And it's saying, you know, staying hungry so that God can give you more than, than what you got right now, right? Yeah, so he can give you more than what you what you have, right? A lot of people are full, so God can't give them more because they don't, they don't want to be filled with more than what they got right now. And that's sad. Like, how do you stop? Yeah. Like, you know, like. I'm a hungry person. So like this, this is why this text hits me so much. Cause like I hunger mm. for success. I hunger for respect. Like that's something else too. I want to really hone that in. Like I'm not full. Like, yeah, my social media page, some people be like, yeah, Sean, you doing your thing, bro. Like, bro, keep doing, like, I'll be hearing a lot of people who I don't know. Like my siblings be like, man, my, like my friend listened to you and they like, they saw you post and stuff like that. I was like, man, keep on doing it. Tell him to keep on doing his thing. I'm like, bro, like everybody's like, I'm supposed to stop there or something. Like I'm not done. I ain't even where nowhere near where I want to be. Nowhere near. I, y'all seen it on my YouTube channel, Upper Patch Crossroad. I talk about it a lot. Like that—that's the difference between being hungry and being full. Like God can only take you as far as you're hungry. That's what I'm trying to say. Like a lot of people aren't hungry enough to like for God to take them to that next level. He can only take you as far and feel you as far as your hunger allows them which is a lot of other quotes, but I, I literally just said it now. So being full, like being full versus being hungry. So being full, like, have you been full before in life? Like just eating. Like, so you can either be hungry, starving, or you could be at a good place and just be satisfied, saturated, or whatever word Maya uses all the time, nerd. <laughs> my, my fiance, <laughs> by the way, guys. Or you could be full. Like, so it's three different, three different levels you could be when it comes to your stomach, right? So which one do you like being? Like, I just like being saturated, right? I like being, like, in a place where, you know, I'm good. Like, I got the energy I need. But I don't like being full to where I can't move and I'm stiff and I get nauseous. You know, like, do you like being full, Justin? Uh, I used to, but no. Now I've gotten old where right. it just feels terrible. Yeah, and then not to mention you got to go on a toilet and diarrhea. Like, sometimes it's just not good for you, right? So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, so... Not really being hungry, right? Not willing to means you're not willing to do more. You're not willing to be more, have more, and focus mm. on more. That's a bad place to be in life. Yeah. And how many people are in that place? Like, this is why you're not seeing great moves of God because you're too full. Mm. And what are you full of? That's the question. Are you full of yourself? You're full of success. What are you full of? And it, it, and it's what you love. Like, is is it satisfying you? Is it enough? Because you can be full on the wrong things. <laughs> you can be full on junk food, right? You can be full on ice cream, 
is that good for you? Like, is it is is it giving your body the proteins, nutrition? Like, is that helping your glucose? Is that you know with diabetes? Like, you can't just eat everything, right? Like, you gotta be careful what you get full of. Like, that's spiritual sure. dieting. I'm not gonna go there. That's another video, sure. unless y'all want me to. But yeah, man. So the life application. So people who are hungry. Reason why others became successful in life. Reason why they reached the highest peaks of their careers and fields. Reason why they're known. I talked about it with Ecclesiastes 7, verse 1. You know, a good name's better than perfume, right? So, like, <laughs> yes, that verse is so, so profound. Ecclesiastes 7, 1. A good name better than expensive perfume. You know how expensive perfume was back in Jesus' time period? Like, some perfume cost 10 years' wages. Some perfume cost three years' wages. Does it sound like people had the money to get perfume back in that time period? Obviously, they stunk, right? So, like, it smelled musty and everything. So, like, people in the daytime, we got a good, you know, we got a good with perfume and cologne sure. and stuff like that. But in that time period, like, it was expensive. And they sure. in, in, in Ecclesiastes 7.1, <laughs> Solomon said it. Like, he said a good name is better than per fine perfume. Wow. Like, and that's saying, like, just the name Michael Jordan. That does something to everybody. It's Michael sure. Jordan. Now, imagine when you meet Michael Jeffrey Jordan, Right. My favorite player, basketball player of all time, is Kobe Bean Bryant. If I would have met him, I just would have cried and just hug him and say thank you, because Kobe Bean Bryant was my Michael Jordan, right? So like, just that name. It's not just the name. What does that do for their families? A good name is better than fine perfume. It lasts for a long time. It said in that verse that, you know, their birth, no, their death is better than their birth. Who knew who Kobe Bryant was when he was two? When he was eight, not that many people. Now everybody knows him. The whole world. The whole world. Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson. I keep on going. Like all these names. I would even say Adolf Hitler, but that's a bad twist of a good name. It's a bad name. His death is worse than his birth, right? But as a believer, our death in so many ways should be greater than our birth, right? So, like, again, I'm going to quit talking about that. You guys get it. So reasons why people are successful and they got a good name like that and there's somebody and they're the best in their fields is because they had a hunger. They had a desire and they came from nothing, but they were willing to fight for that life that they wanted and they weren't going to stop till they got it and obtained it. Right. So are you doing that when it comes to your blessings? Are you doing that when it comes to God in your life and what he wants to do? Are you doing that when it comes to your purpose and why God called you and knitted and crafted you in your mother's womb? And are you trying to fulfill that purpose that he literally made specifically for you? A lot of people don't got that hunger, man. And you should. Like, that's sad if you don't, right? So that's what that's where I'm coming from. Like, you'll never meet a person. I, I can I can say this. You'll never meet a person more on fire and hungry for success than me. I think when I think it's contagious. Like people say that to me all the time. Like, I want it bad, right? So what are you? You're the salt and light of the world. You should be doing the same thing when it comes to hunger. But not just for life and just all the good things life can give you, but for God and all the good things God wants to do in your life and bringing his kingdom here on earth. You know, what's that saying? Like, like heaven here on earth, like bring your kingdom from heaven to earth. Like we should be experiencing heaven here on earth. Like we should be bringing God's kingdom here for everybody to be experiencing God's goodness and how it should be a little preview, a little glimpse, a little, a little speck. Oh, uh, what heaven looks like. That's it. Because sin and people, it sucks being around other people. Trust me, I just entered the ministry. And what surprised me was just pastors. 
pastors that I thought I could go to and confide in, they're my enemies. I don't want them to be my enemy. I want them to be my friend. I thought everybody's going to like me. But some people don't, and I don't like them, right? So you got to deal with people. You got to learn how to love on people who you don't want to love on. You got to learn how to serve people you don't want to serve. You got to learn how to humble yourself when you don't want to be humble. That's God's love. That's hunger to still serve them despite what you face. Again, going back to that scripture, for, oh, I'm preaching, boy. <laughs> Proverbs 27, verse 7 says, one who is full loaves honey from the comb. That means, let's talk about ministry. That means because somebody ticked you off, because somebody in the church you don't like, like I don't want to go there no more. Somebody in the church offended you. Like, I don't go to church. See, you fool yourself, right? But if even, but it, but to the hungry, even what is bitter tastes sweet. That means you're willing to fight through anything to get your blessing. That means you're willing to fight through adversity, opposition, whatever it is, to serve the Lord, serve your purpose for the Lord, and just fight to create the kingdom of God that he wants to create here through you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this person's so bad, Justin. <laughs> you, you, you want to keep on going? <laughs> yeah. And so I'm trying to remember exactly what you said that made me think about this. But yeah, like you do need a desire for success. Like you, um, at the same time, you need to, I'm not saying you need to be content. Well, let's see. <laughs> That's not what I want to say. At the same time, like uh, what about the verses that say, be content where you're at? Yeah. Like there's a difference between being content and being complacent. Like Paul warns us about being complacent because then we're like heading nowhere. But content uh, that it makes me think about what we were talking about in First Peter chapter two. There's some verses later in the chapter, and we'll do a study on this later. It's basically saying like if you're um, like it was talking to the slaves at the time, but if you're like a worker, your boss is mistreating you, like you endure it. Like that's hard for me to swallow because I was thinking God's like a God, a just God. Like what do you want injustices to happen? That's not what he's saying though. He said he's saying like you endure these things for like multiple reasons. One of it like so you can grow where you're planted. Like it's there's a difference between being complacent and content. Like you can still be content with where you're at, whether you're rich or poor or um, successful or like a nobody so far. Like you meant because you know you can grow in the place that God has placed you. Like you would need to grow where you're planted. And like there, there will probably be another chapter in your life. Sean, he's got big dreams. He's not gonna be in the same place forever. Um, right, that'd be awful. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, it's a. Uh, but like, uh, he's he's still growing where he's at right now. Like you, uh, you, you still want that desire to be like better than where you're at. A desire to be a better person than you're at. But you have to appreciate the chapter that God has in has you in right now. Like I asked Yao a question the other day, like if you could redo something, what would you want to do? Mm. And she said, oddly profound, but I wasn't uh, emotionally prepared for. She was saying like if she changed anything, she might not have like met me or married me or something like that. So she would redo anything. <laughs> but oh, okay. But man, isn't that true? It's like you appreciate like every where that God has placed you. Like you still have that desire. Like that desire for success, desire to grow has led you to where you are now. Like isn't that isn't that amazing? Like God has used 
God has even used the bad situations for good, for the path that you've been on. You appreciate, you still have that hunger. It's a man, it's, it, it's there's just so much to this to unpack. Oh, yeah. Like you still have that desire. You desire for the next chapter God has for you, but also grow in the current he has for you. Mm -hmm. You preaching, man. Well, this video, I knew it was going to be off the chain. I, there's I, a lot, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack with this verse, man. It's, it's just easy, like, getting on fire with you because you can yeah. like uh you you can talk for hours on like and you and terry are both the same in that aspect i i'm jealous of that i, I ain't gonna lie i got all this from terry but then like oh did you oh, yeah okay. just a little bit terry me like i took like <laughs> i took it around with it and then like he's got nut yeah and he's got plenty of nuggets of wisdom for sure yeah like i'll go ahead and spoil this one like terry is an example of this verse you ready so mm -hmm. terry said think about the israelites when they received uh manna from heaven from god right mm -hmm. and so some of them tried to save their manna and it in in the process of them saving it you know they try to pick up as much manna as possible to save it for you know save it for future days just in case they needed it right just in case god didn't rain down manna no manna no more even though he promised he would do it every day right mm -hmm. so god just to show mm -hmm. them like just to prove to them how faithful he was he let the manna rot the next day so he gave men to them every single day and if they kept any of it maggots just whatever happens when something rocks like that oh like they'll see the, the worst of it so obviously you want to want that in your house you want to want that in your pocket so god wanted them to depend on them every single day every second of every day he wanted them to be desperate for his blessing right to live off of it not live off of yesterday putting manna the manna from yesterday, no, like he wants you to live off the manna for today, the blessings for today, like the next level, right? But for today, right? <laughs> That's so powerful, right? So one who was full, right? What does that verse say again? Proverbs 27, 7. Yeah. One who was full loads honey from the comb, right? So they're picky. Even the Israelites were were picky about manna, receiving manna every day. Like God, like Moses tell God we're tired of the manna. Like it's just so bitter us now like we're so used to the flavor we want something else all right god could have gave them something else if, if they really wanted it like oh if he wanted to give it to them let's put it like that but when you're hungry even what is bitter tastes sweet so you're gonna get hungry again let god fill you with what he wants to fill you with because that's what you really need that's the nourishment you need and stuff like that so like yeah man we like the israelites oh that's one verse i was gonna share man i don't have it pulled up yet but it's it, exodus chapter 16 verse 18 it says they measured it by the omer yeah i'm gonna read a different version but when they measured it out everyone had just enough mm. those who gathered a lot had nothing left over <laughs> and those who gathered only a little had enough <laughs> each family had just what it needed oh my gosh man, i wish i could let me just share this verse. Like, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Like, this this verse ties in with this whole lesson, man. Yeah, Terry mentioned this verse, man, and I was just like, wow. Like, I had to look it up, and when I saw it, right. like, so Exodus 16:18. Let me make it bigger. All right, there we go. But when they measured it out, it had just enough. So if you just got the manner that God told you to give you, right, only what you needed, you had enough. But if you gather more than what you needed to make yourself full, right, right, you had nothing left 
So just get what you need, right? That's the text, man. Like when it comes to this, this life, man, everybody wants more. But maybe God already give you giving you everything you need and more. Maybe you don't you think you think you want that, like, and I'm speaking for myself too. I think something else will satisfy you, and that'll be enough for me. Like, that's good for me. That's what if I get that, I'll be happy. But be happy where you're at. God already give you everything you need, right? You should be satisfied with what you got. Going back to what Justin said, when you're not content and you're not just it just thankful for what God has done in your life and what He's giving you, and you're not cherishing it and treasuring it and Matter of fact, when you do that, in order to cherish it and really uh, appreciate it, to show God that and show that you're thankful, you got to take advantage of it. You got to squeeze out everything you can get from that blessing. You got to really make sure that you're utilizing that blessing, right? Just like the parable of the talents. Then and only then will it be enough for you. So are you doing that with your life right now? Because if you're not, those who gathered a lot, so those who gathered even more than more than what they needed had nothing left over. They weren't satisfied because they try to get more. Their stomachs were bigger than their than their what's the saying? Their mouths. Yeah, their stomachs were bigger than their mouths. Is that you? Man, this verse so bad. Just <laughs> like this is coming out now. Like I even know. I'm trying to think all the ways Terry was talking about because Terry said you can go in so many ways with this scripture verse. Now I see it. I just needed someone. To talk, talk it out with. So now I see it. So you got anything else? I got one more thing I want to share. Yeah, because that's a okay, good. Because I just got thing. Right. That's funny you bring up that verse that you and Terry brought it up. Because <laughs> what do the Israelites do after they ate manna for days? They complained to Moses that didn't have meat or they didn't have like something besides manna. Yeah, and so like. Like the verses go into great detail about how they were given everything they needed, still wanted more from God. And like, man, how spoiled is that? God just delivered them from slavery and they start complaining about their situation already. It's like, that's definitely not, I mean, good for them for like wanting something more, but that's not the point. Yeah. Like they were not content with what God was giving. And of course, like God being God, he delivered. He, uh, uh, then he sent winds to uh, make some quails come their way, so they had mm -hmm. some meat. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that that that's that is amazing scripture that just shows what kind of character do people have and what kind of character God has. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last thing I want to share, Justin. And you'll have something to say on this for sure. Um, All right. So going back, the whole video for today was Proverbs twenty-seven seven. If you enjoyed this video. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channels. I'll show you that at the very end. Mine's Upload Pastros. Justin's, if you're watching YouTube channel, Chaplain's, Chaplain's Logs, then subscribe to his YouTube channel. We got way more videos like this coming out. Like this video, comment, and share it. That's the biggest thing you got to do. Like, comment, and share, and subscribe. But you always got to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And, you know, yeah, just do those things. Otherwise, it won't benefit our channels at all. So let's go ahead and go to the verse. So Proverbs 27, verse 7. One who is full loathes honey from the cone, but to the hunger even what is bitter tastes sweet, right? So if you're hungry for success, you're going to do whatever it takes to get success. Like, you'll do anything. Whether that be rap, whether that be playing basketball or football, whether that be playing music. For me, it's preaching. It's utilizing, it's utilizing my spiritual gift, man. 
It's just you. That's it. Just utilize your spiritual gift, right? You do whatever you got to do to get to that next level. So a lot of people are in worse situations than me. And that's why they want to succeed. They do it for the family because they're in the projects. Like most basketball players who are in the NBA are from the projects. So what gets me, and when somebody talks about how much money LeBron got now, they're like, man, why is he so uppity and stuff? Like, bro, like, he's from the projects. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's, he's from a single home mother. Like, you know how he's from the projects, bro. You know how poor he was? And he's not the only one. Most of them were like that, man. They all came out of the projects, and they were willing to do anything it took to change their family situation. They were hungry for success. And that's probably why they succeed. Because if you ever seen a football or basketball player, the way they move when they're hungry, they move way faster than everybody else. Like I met people, I met two people who are NFL players. I only seen one of them play though, like in person, like play with me to do certain things. I never, he was 10 steps to 30 steps ahead of everybody else. He moved, he knew where the ball was going before the ball knew where it was going, before it was thrown. He could get anywhere quicker than everybody else. You know how it takes people a quicker time to react when the ball's up in the air to move? Like, no, this dude was already there. That, and he's not even like Ed Reed, Troy Polamalu. Uh, he's not even like a Hall of Fame safety. He really is. He really should be. He just didn't play on teams like that. But you guys get what I'm saying. Man. These guys are hungry for success. So are you hungry? And if you're hungry, you're going to be satisfied. So people who are hungry, they're just thankful to be satisfied uh, to they're just thankful to have the opportunity to satisfy their hunger in some kind of way so the question is are you like that with god are you like that right now in your situation and then another twist for this verse is you got to be careful what you eat because you might eat the wrong things the verse literally said like you know uh a person who was full who was full refuses honey sometimes it's good to refuse stuff that's not good for you you got to be willing to do that you got to know the difference uh between yeah yeah you gotta know the difference between something that's good for you and something that's not good for you because when you're hungry you can't tell the difference and you're willing to eat anything and even what is bitter so even 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 what is even what is uh even if something's poison you'll still get it and still accept it because you're hungry for it a good example is like relationships a lot of people sit through relationships for years that they know they have no business with being in and you're wasting your time because even what is bitter is sweet like i, I just got i'm just happy somebody loves me because i ain't never thought nobody could love me before yeah. but god got something more for you again god can only take you as far as your hunger allows them to so if you're hungry for more and you believe that god can do more in your life he will give him an opportunity to do it let god work because he's gonna do it right he can only take you as far as your faith allows him and as far as his, your hunger allows him. So, yeah, I'm done, man. I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I got, too. All right, man, cool. So, I love this video. This video was way, way better than what I ever imagined, man. I knew it could possibly go here. Like, this was the goal. But I didn't think I had energy for it to go there. But I'm glad it did, man. That's so good, Justin. Bro, you were speaking so many facts, man. Oh my god. Man, yeah, I was just feeding off of you. You got it started. That was a good one. Yeah, man. All right, so guys, you know the drill, man. I need you guys to go to our social media platforms and support, right? So again, I'm gonna show my uh all my social media pages, but here go my YouTube channel, upload past crossroads. Again, make sure to subscribe and turn on the post notification so you know when I upload another video. 
make sure to like comment and share all my videos man they're dope i need more views man i need more comments i need more likes and shares man for real like i can't i won't make it to the next level and my hunger won't be filled if you don't do that man for real <laughs> justin right and so if you really enjoy this bible verse right in the book of proverbs we got way more stuff on the book of proverbs on this playlist on my youtube channel upload past crossroads so check out this playlist and watch all the videos we've done on the book of proverbs all the sermon bible studies you name it and then also, I told you I'm by, I'm gonna be adding a lot to this playlist right here on my YouTube channel. Just talking about hunger for God. So type in anything hunger for God, and you'll be or hunger after God. You'll be able to see uh, a lot of stuff uh, about that topic. And then I've been mentioning a lot about Peter chapter two. So check out this playlist because me and Justin are about to go in on Peter chapter two, and there's way more there than we ever talked about with this verse. So like. Guys, you got it. This is this this verse right here was inspired by First Peter chapter two. So check out that playlist, and then obviously the First Peter playlist. You can listen to all my sermons and Bible studies, Sunday school lessons, anything like that. On the book of First Peter on both of those two playlists. So check out those, those playlists, right? And then Justin's social media platforms is Chaplin's Law. So subscribe to his YouTube channel, turn on the post notes so you know when he uploads another, another video. Like, comment, and share, and all that stuff. So this is his YouTube channel, and thanks for the people who been subscribing you rock because you were at seven subscribers i've been keeping count justin so yeah i know i know <laughs> all because of you man because <laughs> of me it's your channel not me <laughs> and then this is his uh facebook page justin lee house so make sure to uh befriend him on there if you got any questions man you can go to all of our social media platforms and dm us questions and we'll do a video on a question that you ask like i have a playlist called questions from social media and that's when me and justin or terry or just me we tackle from social media and there there go my social media pages man do your thing i promise i got the best instagram page twitter page you name it i still gotta work on my tiktok but it's coming i got i got stuff on there though so check that out but guys thanks for tuning in you guys rock i pray you guys were blessed by it and if you were tell people to watch this video because i know it was dope man for real so we got more coming for you guys though on a book of proverbs that relate with this so get ready man all right we talk to you guys later keep making butt this week at work and thanks for tuning in and watching all the way through man you guys that's right. All right. Peace out. All right. Y'all stay blessed.